Do you want to reach the people that you love most with the good news of God's grace? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he interviews Christian leaders who will ignite your passion to bring others to Christ. I want to welcome you back to uh, our session where we're talking about sharing Jesus Christ with other people. And we've been talking about prayer and the relationship of prayer to sharing your faith with others and sharing Jesus with others. But we want to move into another subject, and that is the Holy Spirit. And actually, these two things are very, very closely related. So as we pray, we need to be praying for the work of the Holy Spirit. As an evangelist, I can tell you this. I live with this deep sense of if God doesn't do it, it isn't going to happen. Uh, We need God's work in the hearts of people and even in our own hearts. So Wayne Jenkins, it's good to have you sharing with us again. And so let's let's talk about the role of the Holy Spirit in in sharing Christ with other people, people who need Jesus. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I I think uh, there are two parts. One is what is the the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of the one doing the witness? And we'll talk later about what is the role of the Holy Spirit as he deals with the the unbeliever. Okay, so we're talking about about now. What does the Holy Spirit need to do in me? Yeah. That's for exactly me to right. be able to share my my faith in Christ with and, others, and our problem uh, problem is that the, in the flesh, you know, there's no good thing, and and we're ineffective as a witness. Well, let me define the flesh, okay, yeah, that's so right. that people know what the flesh. The flesh is that work in us. It's the old man, so to speak. It's that part of us that works in us that is contrary to the will of God. We're born with this natural tendency towards sin, to do our own thing, to do it in our own power, go our own way, that that work within us that's a part of that, what we call the old nature of man. We have a new nature in Christ, but I just want to define that. Some right. people may not know. That's right. As we talk about the Holy Spirit, we have to deal with the flesh. So right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Now, and, and what we have to realize is that the Holy Spirit, first of all, indwells us the moment we believe. Right. Uh, uh, the scripture is clear in, in Romans chapter eight. If, if we have not the Spirit of God, we are none of His. Mm-hmm. We, you know, so so the Holy he's Spirit, in us. He He dwells within us. It's not a, uh, it's it's not something that happens to us at a later time that we get we get the Holy Spirit. He comes in the moment we trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior. And so he we have us. the resources within right. us. The the problem is most people don't know how to utilize that resource right. or not right. utilize, actually it's him utilizing us. Right. <laughs> or how to make ourselves available to him. Is, right. is, would that be an accurate way of saying that? Yeah. And then and then he he seals us. The Bible says he seals us into the day of redemption. Now what's important about that is that it, that gives us that sense of security. A witness is one who tells what he knows for sure. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sure whether I'm saved or not, then I, I, I'm reluctant to share uh, the gospel with people if I'm not sure. So we have to realize, you know, we are sealed from the moment that we trust in Jesus to that day of redemption, ultimate redemption out there. I think third thing is that the Spirit of God is the one who opens those doors and gives us those, those divine appointments. Per- perfect example is Acts chapter 10. Here you've got Peter uh, residing in, in, in Joppa at, at Simon the Tanner's house, you got Cornelius way over here, about a day's journey away in Caesarea. They don't know each other, but God is in in the in the business of bringing those 
two together, and, and you read all the way through, you see the Spirit of God working all the way through that passage of bringing them together, of giving him the words to say, and, and, and he's having to work on, on Peter because mm-hmm. Peter's got a problem. Right. Peter's got a problem with, with uh, Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And so he's having to work on Peter over here while he's working on Cornelius over here, and he's bringing them together to give them that divine appointment where, where it ends up with Cornelius and his household being saved. You, you know, I, Wayne, and I, I want to just hang out here for just a second because I really believe God has divine appointments exactly for right. all of us. If we're praying and we, we say, Lord, lead me today, lead me today, and he will put people in our path, right. circumstances that will come across, that incredible opportunities. I mean, I have met people, and you, you've had the same That's experience exactly where right. we've, you've seen people who are ready to commit suicide, and you come across their path, and boom, they find hope. Uh, you know, and I mean, it, it's, it's amazing what God will do if we will pray. And I think this is something that people really need to pray for the Holy Spirit to give some of those divine appointments. Yeah, that's right. I, I, we, we don't have time to go into all those illustrations, but there's some uh, wonderful illustrations out of my own life I can recall where God opened the door uh, 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 in, in what would you would almost think that uh, that's a miracle, yeah. you know, kind and, of thing. And it, was, it is and a miracle. It is a the miracle. What yeah. else? And then Acts chapter 1, verse 8 that we, we've talked about is the Holy Spirit gives us boldness. You know, he says to those disciples, you wait here until the Holy Spirit comes on you. And when the Holy Spirit comes, you will be my witnesses. It's not you can be, but you will be. When the Spirit of God takes a hold of your life, you will have the boldness to share. So so that that is important. Uh, uh, the Scripture also says the Spirit of God... Let me, let me say yeah. that I think that a lot of people are afraid. That's the That's biggest right. thing. And so, as we talked about in the prayer session, perfect love casts out all fear. Right. And the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the very first thing mentioned is love. So right. when you're when you're controlled, when your life is controlled by the Spirit, then you're gonna you're gonna be filled with love. And and so that's where the boldness comes from. I, I just. For, for me, it, it gets my eyes off self. What people are going to think about me? What you know? And it gets my eyes on God, and it gets my eyes on the other other people. When when the Holy Spirit is in control, anyway. And, and that, that leads into to, to talking about this this last thing that, that the Holy Spirit fills us. We we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we don't we're not always filled, and and what it is, I need to be filled with the Spirit of God uh, to have that boldness. And, it, and, and there's two words in, 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 the, in the Greek that talks about filling. One is uh, an example of taking a, a glass of water and, and filling that glass with water. That's not what he's talking about. The, the word that he uses here is controlled, and, and it is a matter of controlling you. You yield everything you know of yourself, everything to him for him to control you. So, so we have to come... And, and we have to be emptied of ourself and, right. and, and emptied of sin. Uh, he can't control sin. <laughs> or, yeah. uh, he, he's going to control your life when, when you are honest, when you're emptied of, of those things that are not pleasing to him and you yield control. And that means access right. to every area of your life where he's, he's controlling. You know, I, I heard an illustration once of... of uh, you know, Christ, and this is Christ comes in our heart. He's coming into our home. And often there's this place where he sits. He takes, he takes the master seat in the home. But the problem is many times we have closets with stuff. That's right. 
uh, in there, and we don't want him to get into the closet. Oh, you take, you take the living room seat, but, but don't go into the closet. Right. And so we've got to give him access to everything. That's, that's, that's exactly what, right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yielding everything to him, yeah. you know. And, and, and it is then when, when we yield everything to him, when he, when he empowers us, that we're going to be that witness. He's going to give us the words to say when we need those. He's going to, we're going to recognize if we're walking in the Spirit, which is right. synonymous with what we're talking about, you're walking in the Spirit, then you recognize those divine appointments. Otherwise, you, you miss them. Yeah. You, 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 may, you may think later, oh, man, I missed that. Yeah. Well, there, there's so many things that are tied together here because we talked about renewing your mind, your you know, your body, surrender, all of this. You, you give that to him. You begin to think those thoughts that he thinks. And when you begin to think the way he thinks, that, that's his kingdom, you know, yeah, coming, right. his will being done in your life. You're becoming like Christ. The, the Holy Spirit, you know, we talked about praying for the eyes of people who don't know Christ to be open. Sometimes we need to pray for our eyes to be open, exactly. you know. Yeah. Um, Jesus touched a, a blind man, and he could see, but he saw people as trees. And he touched him a second time, and he saw people as they really were. That's and right. I think what happens is that we uh, go through life and pass by people, and we see them as inanimate objects. That's right, exactly. And we need to see them as people, people created in the image of God. But that only comes as the Holy Spirit has access to every area of our life. I, I was on Colfax Street in Denver, which is not the safest street to be on in some parts of it. And late at night with another person sharing our faith, we came across a man who I, I just stopped him and started talking to him about the gospel. And, uh, and uh, you know, he, he, he almost like, why are you talking to me? I said, well, I think God led us here. He said... He said, and I went on and telling me, I said, God must love you because I said, I'm from Louisiana and this guy's from Texas and we're on this street and of all the people, he opened up an opportunity for us to talk to you. He said, well, let me, let me add something to that. My wife died three months ago and I've not been walking down this street since. This is the first night since. Wow. And it, wow. Was, it was, again, a divine appointment. One of those divine. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit will lead you. That's right. Uh, he needs to have access to all of your life, not just a part, but all of it, you say, Lord, here's my life. You yield your life to the Holy Spirit. He will take you. He will open doors. He will give you opportunities. Those divine appointments will come. So you yield yourself. Be filled with Amen. the Holy Spirit. Not just today, but tomorrow when you wake up. Lord, here's my life. Take control by the Holy Spirit. Make me a witness for Jesus. Sammy received a surprising call from a man in Europe who said he had evidence he was Sammy's brother. It placed him on a journey to uncover his family background. He had never met his grandparents, but learned that his grandmother was a great prayer warrior who had a special place of prayer. He shares powerful truths that he learned about prayer in his book, Praying for Your Family. Prayer will become your greatest gift to your family. Get your copy today at sammytippett.org or amazon.com. I want to welcome you back to this session where we've been talking about the work of the Holy Spirit uh, and, and how He works and to enable us to share Christ with others. And we talked about in our last session the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and how our lives need to come under the control of the Holy Spirit. We're going to turn a little bit of a corner in this session and talk about the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of those who do not know Christ, how 
he draws them to Christ and how it's his work. And, and I'm visiting here with Wayne Jenkins. And Wayne, thank you so much again for being a part of this. Thank you for letting me. Let, let's talk about the Holy Spirit's work in the life of the people who need Christ and, and, and what needs to happen there. Explain that to me a little bit. We talked right. about how our lives need to be controlled by the Holy Spirit, but what about those people that we're sharing Christ with? What, what happens there? I, I, let me just say this at the beginning. What, what you said a while ago that was so important but is that one of the things that keeps us from sharing is, is our fear. And, and one of the things that will give us a, a, a release is to know that I can't convert anybody. My job is I'm the spokesperson in the power of the Holy Spirit and that he does the work of drawing people to Christ and, 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 and uh, I share in the power of the Holy Spirit and leave the results up to him. Yeah, let, let, me, let me share one real quick thing with you about this. I was speaking in Scotland one time in a large evangelistic meeting and no one responded. And people came out and everybody felt bad for me. And they said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I said, hey, don't worry about it. Because my wife told me one time, a long time ago, if I don't take the credit when people come to Christ, then I don't have to take the blame when that's they right. don't. That's not my job. That's the job of the that's Holy right. Spirit. So if I've been, the only thing I have to be careful is that I've been faithful to the Lord exactly personally, right. and I've been faithful to his word. That's right. Okay, so anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't I, mean to stop no, you No, 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 that, that, that's a good example of what we're talking about. Uh, then what what does he do in the life of this unbeliever? I think the clearest the clearest uh, statement on that is John chapter sixteen and verses eight uh, and following, where where he says it, the work is to convict or convince, and there are several things that he talks about. But that word is a a courtroom word. It, that's what it's the word pictured. convict. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a word that was used in the courtroom, and it, it was here the the case has been made. The lawyers mm -hmm. made the case. It's gone to the jury. The jury has made the decision. Uh, they come out. They say the man's guilty, and, and then sentence is, is given to the person. Uh, that is the kind of word. It it's is, a legal it, term. It, it's a legal term, and, and, and it is a work of the Holy Spirit to convict that man of several things. Uh, one thing, he convicts that unbeliever of sin. Mm -hmm. I, I, can't, I, can't, uh, I can't convict him of that. I can say, here's what the Bible says, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. But the Holy Spirit has to take and then convict that man that he is a sinner. Now, it's not of a uh, that I'm a, I'm a sinner because I, I, I'm an alcoholic or I'm a sinner because I'm an I'm adulterer. Those are sins, but I am a, I, the sin that he convicts me of is the sin of unbelief. That is the sin that he convicts it, and then he straightens out all that other out mm -hmm. as we walk with him. When you believe, that's right. Then, that's then, right. Then the other stuff takes the rightful place. So he convinces us that that it's our unbelief that has separated us right. from a holy God. That's right. And and I I think there's a sense of of, of you know you don't understand all of that when when this is happening, but there's this work of the Spirit to show us. Oh man. I messed up. I I am separate. I, I'm I'm so far away from God. I'm I'm my yeah. sin. Uh, it's, it's and he explains it when I mean he goes on to share with that verse when he says it convict them of sin because they believe not on me. So mm -hmm. it's the sin of unbelief that he is convicting them of, and that's his role. That they don't believe in Jesus. That's exactly right. Okay, what's the second? The, thing? the second thing he convicts a, a believer of of righteousness. Now it's the not unbeliever his, of unbeliever. And, and, and it is not his righteousness, for sure. 
because he's unrighteous. There's nothing in us of righteous. All of us are like filthy rags, the scripture says. We're all sinners. The righteousness he, he convicts him of is the righteousness of Jesus Christ and that he was the one that was righteous. He is the one that went to the cross. He paid the price for us. So he convicts him of the righteousness of Jesus Christ, which is what we need. And, and, and this is, goes to the heart of the gospel. And if we don't get this down, when we come to the part of talking about sharing the gospel and what that That's is, right. we, we won't get it. This is so important for us to understand is that what we are sharing is not, okay, you need to be a better person. You know, no, or right. you need to uh, turn over a new leaf in life. What we're talking about is coming to know God, the, a holy God. And the only way we can come into his presence is because of what Jesus That's did, right. because of his righteousness and when we trust in him. So, but we can't convince people no, of that. No, no. That, that, that's the work of the he Holy He convicts Spirit. us of our lack of righteousness, our sinfulness, of unbelief, right. and he convinces us of the righteousness of Jesus Christ, which is what we need. And so, so the Holy Spirit's work is going to really, we talked about clarity early on, back a, a, a little while back, and this, he's going to bring clarity. The Holy Spirit's going to bring clarity that it's the righteousness of Christ. What else? And the third thing, he, he convicts a, a, an unbeliever concerning judgment. Uh, that he, he's already condemned, mm -hmm. he's, he, and, and Satan Satan was judged at the cross, but there was is coming a final judgment. But he convicts us of, of of judgment that we will face a judgment for our, our 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 sinfulness if we reject Jesus Christ. That is the third thing that he mentions. Now, which there is coming a day of accountability right. for every human being, and and you know, this is something that in our world today in which we're living. There's not a lot of accountability, and, uh, uh, and one of the reasons there's not accountability for what we do is because we don't have accountability, a sense of accountability there is coming this day in the future. That's right. But we can't convince people of that. No. That's got to be the Holy Spirit convicting them and showing them, convincing them that there is coming a day of judgment. So do we need to be praying for these three things? Is that yes. what we do? Yeah, that's part of part of that prayer of responsibility. And I think too, is it comes we come back to that definition. We share uh, the gospel. We we share in the power of the Holy Spirit and we leave the results up to him. And that releases us of our fear. We just we just need to make sure that we fill with the Holy Spirit, that we we are prepared to share, which is what we're going to be talking about from here on out. That we are prepared to share with that the, the person. We know how to share the gospel with that person, and and then we leave leave that result up to God. I can't force him to come to Christ. I can't make him realize he's a sinner. The Spirit of God does that work. You know, I'm reminded as you share that. Of, uh, of scripture passage where in John, I think it was chapter six, there were multitudes following Jesus. And Jesus made one statement and the multitudes quit following him. And the statement was this, no one can come to me except the Father drawing. That's right. And, and if, if God doesn't draw them, they, you can't come to Jesus. That's right. People were following Jesus because of his miracles. That's right. But until the Holy Spirit really draws them to Jesus, it can't happen. So we need, we need to understand that. We need to pray towards that. And, and that's why, you know, this, this whole thing of prayer is so important in, in, in the work. Because, again, we're not super salesmen. We're, we're asking God to work. Yeah, and we, we have to be, and that's why we go in the power of the Holy Spirit. We, we become sensitive to what he's doing because we may deal with a man who, who at that point in the process of sharing with him, we realize, hey, he's not listening 
he's, he, he, the Spirit of God's not working in his life, but we just have to shut it down and then it come back to him. We don't quit praying for him, and we keep working with him, and it, it comes over a period of time that he has a cultivated heart where the message becomes the, what, what logic. I, what I have found, life. this is one of the things that I have found in evangelism, is that when you go out and you begin to share Christ with other people, there are people who are ready this That's very right. moment. That's right. There are people who, hearing that, is good because they'll never forget it if they're not ready. That's right. And down the road, they're going to remember uh, what, what's going on. So we need to remember it's the work of the Holy Spirit. We need to allow Him. We need to pray for Him to work in the hearts of people. So I, I want you just to begin to pray for someone you know. Just ask God's Spirit to be released, to touch their lives, to show them their sin, to show them the righteousness of Christ in the coming judgment. God will take you and he will use you. You Amen. will be a part of this, but it will ultimately be the work of the Holy Spirit. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit sammytippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.